as the dark days of December in 2019 draw to a close, we can look forward to 2020. New beginnings and old friends. Who is it who captures our imagination? Our rancor? Who is the natural successor to Jane Austen herself? Not Kathleen Woodowis. Not with her Holocaust of emotions. <laughs> Who is that girl with the hair down to there? Who's written in every single subgenre of the romance genre? Who has righteously offended and righteously delighted your two erstwhile hosts? And generations. Generations. This boner is for you, Joanna Lindsay. It's an announcement. Did you hear that? announcement boner. (laughs) This announcement boner. For the month of January, we are focusing on one of the most elusive, polarizing, mystifying figures in romance. Her name is eight times the size of her titles. It's two first names. Join us for Johannuary. Johannuary! A month dedicated to Joanna Lindsay. Her pratfalls. Her successes. Her missteps. Why are we doing this? You are undoubtedly asking yourself. Good question, listeners. I wish someone would tell me. (laughs) We're doing this. We're doing this because... We're doing this. Joanna Lindsay is pervasive Mm -hmm. and yet not often spoke of in the romance genre. Whenever you picture a romance novel cover, those pantsless men, fawn breeches scrunchied hairs who are all distinctly Fabio you're probably thinking of a Joanna Lindsay romance novel cover and if you think about like your great aunt's bookshelf she probably had one or two Joanna Lindsay's on there if not more and we've talked about her twice but we might as well have been talking about two completely different authors yes because I will say Joanna Lindsay refuses to pigeonhole herself she writes in all the subgenres from Mm -hmm. western to regency viking period medieval times she does space as well as time travel. She is clearly having as much fun with the genre as anyone else. I would say she even refuses to be pigeonholed in terms of good or bad. Or truly god-awful and transcendent. A Johanna Lindsay novel is nothing if not a trip. You never know what you're going to get. It is the proverbial box of romance novel chocolate. And it represents so much that is great about the genre. Mm -hmm. A sense of humor, an unboundness in time or space, uh, centrism of the female identity mm-hmm. and owning that identity, and also so much of what is wrong with the genre. And female also- subjugation, rape culture. Misogyny writ large. Yeah, internalized misogyny. Point. Hanging on to like somehow the worst parts of history Indeed. <laughs> in your historical romance. And glorifying it. It's also an access point I think others have used to denigrate, make fun of, and pillory the genre unfairly. Yeah. I think Joanna Lindsay has become an easy pull to be like, well, that's what your mom read in the bubble bath in 1988 and we've moved on. It's like Joanna Lindsay's a lot more than just that, too. She was, in fact, uh, the preferred 
third author of what's his name's mom in Stranger Things. Mike. I learned something really interesting on Tumblr. Hmm. They used Joanna Lindsay titles, but they mixed up her covers. Oh. So the cover would be for like a different book and the title would be like Thunder of the Heart or something that she was reading by the pool, which is interesting and probably a way to get around like copyright because mm-hmm. I'm sure the somebody owns these. <laughs> Indeed. That's a good piece of little trivia right there. Yeah. But I think the fact that she's featured in Stranger Things, her, mm-hmm. not Danielle Steele, Mm-mm. not Nora Roberts, not Kathleen Woodowis, Johanna Lindsay, Johanna. says a lot about her without saying anything at all about her because I still don't know why Joanna Lindsay was chosen to be that figure in that show. Why her texts were decided upon. Her name, her titles, her cover art was chosen to represent the internality of this mother. I think Joanna Lindsay represents one of those weird things that happen sometimes when something becomes so big is that she begins to both become a parody of herself and is also herself and then Mm -hmm. is like that easy reach where you think you know her but actually her books are incredibly complicated and full of you know perils and joys elusive it's just so elusive we're hoping through this exercise of reading five Joanna Lindsay novels doing five episodes for the month of January, each from a different series of hers, we will hopefully get at some deeper question. This this project that we're constantly pursuing, which is what is romance and why is romance? Why? For this January, we've got Warrior Woman, which takes place in space. It also features a scrunchie on the cover. Sure does. Got Gentle Rogue, which is Fabio and Pirates. It's also one of the Mallory novels, which was her most prolific and popular series. Brave the Wild Wind. Uh, Western, I think it takes place in Wyoming. Defy Not the Heart. Defy Not the Heart. We don't know. (laughs) And (laughs) dearest listeners, we're asking you to vote on Fires of Winter, Hearts of Flame, or Surrender My Love, which comes from her Viking series. Yeah, so help us decide which one of those books we are going to read. We'll have polls posted on Twitter and Instagram. You've never led us astray with your fabulous recommendations and choices for us. It's true. And so we put our souls in your hands, and we are also really excited to very cryptically share that we will also be joined on a couple of these episodes by some dear friends of ours, friends of the podcast and also personal heroes and heroines. So please be sure to tune in this January. If you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and do that now so that you don't miss out on any of these books. What if they're all bad? That's something we're going to have to talk about. (laughs) It's entirely possible that each one is a trash fire. Your intrepid reporters, Isabel and Morgan, will definitely tell you either way. And so, yeah, let's like dig in. Let's see what we find in the marrow of the genre by chewing on the bones of Joey. <laughs> wow, that got work. real dark. I don't real know why I, did I think she would like it. She likes Vikings and medieval stuff. She definitely at least has one book where somebody sucks the marrow out of a lamb bone. So see, <laughs> it all works. <laughs> and with that, we're going to get all the way into the hollow. Loosen your stairs. But never your principles. Mwah. Mwah. 
Whoa, golly gee. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Womance. Womance is hosted by Isabeau. That's me. And Morgan, that's me. Production is by Nick Gravelin. Our webmistress is the incomparable Jane Bonzak. And our illustration and logo were created by Mary Reichman. They're the best. If you'd like to follow, creep, or connect with us on our social media platforms, you can find us at mans underscore woe on Twitter, womance on Instagram, or email at womancemail at gmail.com. You can also hang out on our amazing website at womanspodcast.com. You can support us by using our code to visit our sponsors or go to our Patreon where we are Womance. Womance is officially part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Discover more podcasts just like our own centering on romance and reading at frolic.media slash podcast. Until next week.